Hello, dear listeners. This podcast has reached its final episode. I've started a new podcast titled Build Your English, which you can find at patreon.com slash buildyourenglish. There, you can access your weekly free episode and its transcript. I hope to see you there. Hello, hello, dear listeners. Welcome back to another enlightening episode of the C1 Speaking Podcast. This is your host, Christian, and in this episode, we'll be delving into the question, how does the job we choose reflect our personality? Now, let's dive right into it. So, let's imagine that the examiner asks me the question, Christian, tell me, how do you think the job we choose reflects our personality? Now, what could I say? Let's see, here we go. Ah, now there's an interesting point to ponder. You see, I firmly believe that the job we choose does often mirror aspects of our personality. Let me explain my thoughts on this, okay? So when we're deciding on a career path, it's typically driven by our interests, our values, and probably also our strengths. And all these elements are intertwined with our personality. For example, someone who is compassionate and nurturing might be drawn to healthcare or social work sectors. Whereas a person who enjoys problem solving and analytical thinking might opt for engineering or programming roles. And although it's not a strict correlation, I do believe there's a substantial link between our career choices and our individual characteristics. All right, there you go. That was my motto answer. Now let's take a moment to analyze my response. And as you may have noticed, I started off with phrases like, ah, now there's an interesting point to ponder. And I also used, you see? And both are often used to initiate a response, right? So they are part of what we call starters in spoken language. And you also heard phrases like, let me explain, and for example, which are linkers, helping connect ideas coherently, right? Then there's the use of common word pairings, or as you probably know them, collocations, such as career path, drawn to, and opt for. And these lend a natural fluency to the speech and are crucial for sounding like a native speaker. You know what? Let's have a closer look at five of these collocations. So the first one is to ponder, which means to think about something carefully, especially before making a decision or reaching a conclusion. So for example, let's imagine a tennis player and there's a break between the games. And then we can say, she sat back for a minute to ponder her next move in the match. Right? 
So she's thinking carefully about her next move in the game. All right, next one is to mirror. And that means to match or to be similar to another thing. So we could say her on-screen romances seem to mirror her experiences in her private life. Yeah, so her love life in the movies is similar to her real love life. Of course, to mirror, you can also say to reflect, because that was used in the question, if you remember. The next one is a great one, intertwined with. And this means that it twisted together or closely connected so as to be difficult to separate. Ooh, that's tricky, right? So let me give you a clear example. Modern technology is increasingly intertwined with our education system, changing the way students learn and teachers instruct. Now that's a clear example, right? So modern technology is increasingly intertwined with our education system. Then I used to be drawn to, which means to be attracted to or to have your attention move towards something. Yeah? So for example, when I think about where I would like to buy an apartment in Madrid, one day, who knows? I'm drawn to the north side of the metropolis. Right? I prefer the north side of Madrid. So I'm drawn to the north side. There you go. And the last collocation that I want to point out is strict correlation. And that means a mutual relationship or connection between two or more things. So for example, we can say research showed a clear correlation between recession and levels of poverty crime. Yeah. Here we go. That's it. That's a wrap. We've dissected the use of starters, linkers, collocations, and I gave you examples of natural spoken language in this episode. I trust all this stuff aids your understanding of the intricacies of spoken English. Wow, that's some fancy language, right? <laughs> and furthers your learning journey. That's all for today's episode, my friends. Thanks for tuning in. Next episode, we'll be talking about another intriguing question. Who do you think has influenced you most? As always, I'm going to give you my answer in the next episode. So I hope to catch you there. Until next time, my friends. Bye-bye. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books, and language learning, to more serious ones like history, politics, culture, and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable mp3 files and pdf transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. patreon.com 
slash buildyourenglish patreon.com slash buildyourenglish